0: If you want to start a podcast, Spotify's got the platform that lets you make one smoothly, then distributes it everywhere, giving you the ability to even earn money all in one place, and it's called Spotify for Podcasters. They even let you record and edit podcasts right from your phone or computer, so no matter what your setup is like, you can start creating today, and best of all, it's totally free with zero catch. Ever since I discovered Spotify for Podcasters, uploading, scheduling, and sharing on the road has been extremely easy. So if you've been thinking about starting one, give it a try. Download the Spotify for Podcasters app or go to www.spotify.com podcasters to get started allow yourself to to be exposed to these things so you can actually learn that there is a better way and that you can Mm -hmm. be better so that way you know what you can stand for when it comes to that point. Mm -hmm. Which is now, by the way. The time (laughs) is now.
1: (laughs) They say the best time to plant a tree is 10 years ago. The second best time is today. The stories of people's forefathers having escaped from tyranny, escaped from the monarchy, escaped from, from the evils and the corruptions... And the states and the corrupted churches and things like that, they it was too fresh on people's mind to say, I don't know, I don't think that's a good idea. You know, they they had this idea that, no, we actually like our freedom. We love this idea of a constitutional republic. We love the idea that we have liberty. You know, liberty is is a complicated definition. But when you look into actual liberty, I think that one of the uh, the The reasons why liberty is spelled out, not just freedom, but actual liberty, was mm-hmm. because it, it it gives the individual the right to to worship how you want to worship. It gives you the right to own your property. It gives you the right to defend your property. It gives you the even an o- over even against an overreaching government. You know, so freedom and liberty are two two different things. I think uh, you 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 can be free but still be a, a slave to a system. You know, mm. and so. Uh, but if you actually have liberty, you're in a better position. And as a, as a government, you want, to be, you want a government that's going to give you those liberties. You know? And when you look at the corruption and the downfall of societies, you find that it's usually overreaching. People who are just wanting more and more and more right. is usually the reason why societies fall. And societies that, th- that thrive and that flourish are the ones that allow those liberties and that you're not taking more than you need you're just you you're, you're surviving on what you need you're listening to nature uh, it's a lifestyle, but when you get these governments who are trying to change all this time they're trying to change your lifestyle into one that's actually more corrosive uh, to all of us I, I I think one of the things that that needs to be discussed is the fact that everything that we re- we read about in the past is happening in the present mm-hmm. and what i what do I mean by that? I mean that uh Medical. The medical industry has not changed to be something that is truly healing your body. It's again playing whack-a-mole, you know, and it's it's symptoms. It's it's uh it's there's no cure in the current medical system because there's no profit in a cure. There's profit in keeping people sick, and there's profit in keeping that going.
0: Mm-hmm.
1: Now, when I when I look at uh, when I look at the organizations, the government organizations that are meant to educate you about health. They're right now saying that fruit loops are healthier than meat, you know. Mm-hmm. It is strange to see this in like a government sanctioned pamphlet and brochures and research and everything saying that fruit loops are healthier than like a red meat for example. Yeah. And when you look at the origin of what's happened with the food industry, what's happened with the medical industry, and what's happening with the organizations in the government that are supposed to heal you and help you heal yourself. It's all connected by the, pharma, the pharmaceutical industry. And when we look at the corruption hmm. that happened in the past with all these people who had deep pockets that were buying out all these politicians, lobbying is a huge problem in D.C. Lobbying is, I feel, one of the reasons why our government is so corrupt right now. I want to say there are people in our government that do have our best interests at heart and they are trying their best, but they are fighting a giant. You yeah. know, they are fighting... Uh, a a war that they cannot win without us. Mm. They need us on their side. And that's part of the solution that we'll talk about later. Mm -hmm. But um, what I see currently is that there is an actual war against your body, against your spirit, against your soul. There's a war against your religion. There's a war against your beliefs. There's a war against common sense. It's so bizarre to see that there is a war just even against common sense. Um, Science is being rewritten right now. Mm. If you go back and you look at textbooks five years ago, 10 years ago,
0: yeah.
1: and you look at what's being taught today mm-hmm. in schools, you you can see a pattern. You see this pattern that, why did they change that? Why is this being set? Why on earth did the, you know, and, and you start, you start, it, it's amazing. It's actually amazing. You see definitions of words that are being changed, you know, and you think, what is the actual goal here? What is the goal? What, if you look at all of this and you encompass it into one agenda,
0: mm-hmm. you
1: say, are they separate? Are, you, you have to see that this field feels almost completely indistinguishable from this field, but they're the same people who are controlling these fields. And I'm, I'm talking generically because we could go on this tangent about what all these different fields are. But when you look at right now, there's this. There, it's almost like there's this, um, there's this illusion of choice right now. And what I mean by illusion of choice is that if I go into a doctor's office, mm-hmm. I, have, I, I can go to any doctor I want. I can look up my insurance. Well, not really, because I have to look at my insurance list <laughs> to see who's, uh, who's, who's a member of my insurance, right? And who's, who's a part of that system. I can go to any doctor in that system. But the illusion is is that they're all getting the same information. They all went to the same schools. They all all the same pharmaceuticals. Pharmaceuticals will give them kickbacks. They'll say, if you can convince this person that they need antidepressants, We'll give you a kickback. That is so corrupted. Mm. You know, you could convince somebody who's happy and healthy and say, you know what, have you ever been sad? And this has actually happened to me personally. I went into a doctor a long time ago. This is why I, I stopped. I went mm-hmm. into a doctor a long time ago and the doctor asked me, have you ever been sad? I'm like, well, yeah, I mean, I'm obviously. Human. Yeah. <laughs> I'm just I'm just, I come in here because my, you know, I've, my elbow hurts, or something. Right. And you ask me, have you ever been? I actually had to fill out like a survey before I even got to see the doctor. Wow. And he came in and he's like, you know what? I evaluated this, and it says one time, one time you you cried when you 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 stuffed your knee, or one time somebody said something like you were bullied in school or something. I don't know. And uh, well, and then he convinced me. He was trying to convince me that I that I needed an antidepressant. Wow. Like writing out the prescription. Actually, here, take this. I was like, I'm coming in for my elbow, dude. Yeah. You know. And you're telling, and, and the solution is antidepressant. Well, it turns out that was not uncommon, because these doctors were convinced at, with a kickback, mm. saying, "You know, we'll give you, we'll give you funding, we'll give you money, we'll your doctor's office will get some, some privilege if you sell this stuff."
0: And if you're not strong enough with yourself, with your values, with knowing the, what you want and what you don't want you can be easily susceptible to, okay, yeah. I'm fine, I'll take I'll take this, you know? Like, even myself actually, when I had my car accident, I had to report to my medical office that was given to me every month, a couple times a month type thing. It was like twice a month, every month. And every single month that I went in, I knew from the very beginning that I was never going to let them inject my spine or the pain reliever medicine that they give you, right? So I knew from the very beginning that that was my stand on it. But every time that I walked into that office, I had to fill out the form and I would be pretty much interviewed by the doctor that would ask me if I took my pills. Mm. I, of course, said yes, knowing damn well that I never had. Because I'm like, I know that if I sit here and I say no, I'm going to be on and off with this doctor who's going to try to sell me on how important it is to take my pain relievers, right? Which you ask me now, I do not have the pain that I that I had before because I've done the internal work mm-hmm. that has you know tied mm-hmm. into my pain rather than taking the pain relief. But in their eyes, if they see me that I'm better, they're like, oh yeah, it's because she took her pain relievers. Mm-hmm. Little do they know that that I never did. Right. But every single time I was walking in and I had to defend my stand because I was strong enough to do that. But if you're not, if you don't even know where you stand or you don't even know that you have a choice, then you could be like, okay. I guess I got to take these antidepressants. I yeah. guess I got to take this prescription. I guess I got to trust this you know, doctor. So yeah, I also have my story
1: mm-hmm.
0: with that as well. <clears>
1: and when <throat> you take the antidepressants and you feel good because you take it, you're like, oh wait, this made me really happy. I felt really good. Yeah. Then you want more of it. And Definitely. then you realize, oh wait a second, this upper just made me feel really good.
0: Yeah.
1: I must have been depressed. Oh, mm. I must. I was I am now depressed, right? Mm. And now you're in this system, and then now you're addicted to it because you realize you were low at the you were low and normal, regular. You were in a regular state, uh-huh. but then you take this upper that just chemically, you know, imbalanced you for a little bit mm. to realize. Oh, wait a minute, this feels awesome, you know. And then you get too addicted to it, and you're like, Hey, hey, can I get some more of those antidepressants? Yeah, it turns out I'm depressed. You know, so it locks you into the system. But the current medical system, just like it was back in the day when he changed it from a natural way of healing to a medicine-based, uh, to approach that was not natural in the first place, that's what we're experiencing now, is that, no, I, I don't know any doctors right now, doctors aren't really telling you. Now, the ones that are telling you are being silenced, and that's a problem. Yeah. They're being, the ones that are speaking out and saying, you know what, if you just get some sunshine and, and fresh air and... like literally hug a tree and Mm -hmm. connect to the earth and and eat good food and get some exercise and do happy things and disconnect from all this radiation. Like that goes really far and does wonders for the body to get out of the way. But if you say that, you're labeled as a, as a crackpot and your license is, is in jeopardy and you, you can be canceled from, from your profession yeah. from telling people to do natural things. So, And I think it really creates a problem for those that are in the health industry, in the medical industry that really want you to heal, really want to help you because that's why they became a doctor. Yeah. It puts them in a really almost an impossible situation when they're the only voice, when yeah. they feel like they're the only voice to say, I can't speak up because I'll lose my job and I can't feed my family. Mm-hmm. I'm a doctor. I don't do anything else. I don't know how to provide an other way other mm-hmm. than this profession that I've spent so much time and money on and so much pain and, and sweat totally. on becoming, That they feel like they get trapped. And I and I want to say to all those people who are listening that, that are in that position, in the solution, when we talk about the solutions, we're going to talk about joining up in numbers you know and actually in masses to make our voices heard as one as a collective that will will stand up and allow those doctors to have a voice in fact there's already organizations that you can join that are standing up as a collective voice mm. and that way those people who feel that they're 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 too they're too timid they're too introverted to come out they're they're worried about losing their career and in a, in a way to provide for their family these are actual solutions that, that will help you put you in a position where you feel like you can actually fight back and keep your job. Wonderful. You know?
0: Maybe we can even link that in the description. Yeah,
1: absolutely. <laughs> so uh, going back to currently, what's happening currently, I, I see that there is a war also on our, our our spirits. We're actually... there's a There's an agenda right now to divide us. Mm-hmm. And take your pick on the topic. There's so many different categories on how they say... If I have this belief and somebody else has a different belief, well, then they're your enemy. Then yeah. you should fight up against, then you should stand up against them. Whether, if it, whether it be politics or religion or, you know, even health in a lot of ways or occupations, professions. There's a lot, so many different categories. Uh, biology now, and, and, and in some cases, common sense that's under attack right now and saying, if you're on this side of the fence, mm-hmm. then you're my enemy. And that is so wrong. I mean, I used to, I'm old enough to remember a time where the spirit of debate was alive and well, where you could disagree and still have a friend. You could disagree and still have a job. You could mm-hmm. disagree. And even as, a, as somebody who is, is very interested in all things, how all things work, I'm very interested in science. And I also see this uh, war against free thought mm. and the actual process, the actual scientific method is under attack where I say, I can observe these things, I can reproduce these things. I, I I have empirical evidence that this is true, but you're telling me for political reasons that it's not. You know, that, and then most people, there's this, uh, we, we could get into a whole discussion about science and the current state of science. In fact, I'll be talking about that um, quite, quite often uh, on my tangents that I'll be going off on. But uh, science right now, it's almost as if to say, the spirit of science has been lost because it used to be that you could, in a very healthy way, you had a forum where you could challenge uh, a narrative, you could challenge a finding, you could challenge an observation. It used to be back in the day, you would publish your findings that would be contradictory to somebody else's findings. Mm. And instead of battling out with each other, you'd say, Oh, you know what? I learned a lot. I, did, you know what? I didn't think about it that way. Let me calculate it in that way, or let me analyze it in that way. Let me change these parameters. Oh, you know what? I just recreated your findings. Mm. Therefore, we both learn something new. Mm. We both, now we can move forward in a, in a better way. We can move, move forward with more knowledge. We can, we can expand upon our knowledge now, and now we're collaborating together. Now, science has, has, has taken a completely different turn where this, and, and most people don't know this, but there's these, these boards that kind of control the truths that, that, that science observes or the science that if, if I come to you and I say, I have discovered this, this cure for cancer, for example,
0: mm.
1: that might be silenced because there's people in the pharmaceutical industry that don't want you to, to, to hear about it, right? right? So the science is going to be debunked. So that means means I'm not going to be able to publish this in the scientific journals. I'm not going to be able to publish this to my colleagues. I'm like it might go published but it's going to get buried and I'm going to get ridiculed and people are going to laugh at me out of my job and I'm not going to be able to get grants or anything like that, right? Mm. Cuz a lot of these grants are coming from these same organizations that are saying you got to you have to follow our rules. But science right now has been hijacked by for more political reasons. It's it's hijacked by for political agendas where I can't publish any of this stuff and I can't even go I can hardly even find contradictory Uh, publications there used to be a lot of them but they're disappearing for some reason
0: and you're a hacker so (laughs) (laughs) like and it's why i even wanted to come and have this conversation and publish this conversation with you in the first place is because i can have all these thoughts and these beliefs because of everything that i've experienced and everything that i'm living now the people that i'm speaking to and the experiences that i'm having but you actually have this sort of advantage which is like the back end of everything right like you can actually dive into the things that have been dug under
1: dug, uh, swept under the rug uh-huh. you know how to find the rug and you know how to lift up the rug and you know how to see what was was swept underneath it
0: mm-hmm. you know mm-hmm.
1: so yeah if it, it, and that's just, all it takes is an investigative mind and a curious mind totally. it doesn't you're not breaking any laws to find this information but man it is hidden it is buried you got to dig for it mm. but once you find it once you you you've put in the work you put in the sweat you've actually found it mm-hmm. it's just your mind is blown that this was common knowledge just centuries ago or decades ago lifestyles people this is stuff that people there's a there's this entire way of life that you think you just think your your great great grandfather your great great grandmother the way that they lived a lot of that is like you know how do they grow their food how do they preserve their food that's like hidden that's these nuggets of knowledge that when you uncover them, you're like, oh, that's how they did that? That's mm-hmm. what a root cellar was for? That's how they grew that thing? Well, you know, How did they grow it when the, the soil was? Oh, they made their own soil. All of that is like this, this hidden knowledge that they're not teaching you anymore. Why are they not teaching you? It's because there's these agendas to attack that information and bury that information to keep us from being healthier and, and, uh, and mm-hmm. more independent. You know, back then, the life, you had a truly independent life. Right. Like, you could actually live off the land. There were no laws in place to say you couldn't, it was illegal to collect rainwater. Is cle- mm-hmm. There's metering for solar panels and, you know, all this stuff. Uh, or even just the information about electricity alone, uh, 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 opportunities for alternative sources of energy, modes of transportation, all that stuff has been hidden from us and changed. So if I can buy a media and if I can buy an uh, an educational system and if I can influence the books that are being published in schools, I can definitely change history. So he has to also question, is the history that we're being taught accurate? Mm. And what are they trying to keep from it? What are people like this, these John D. Rockefellers and all these titans trying to keep from us? And what are the people trying to keep from us today? You can see that in the health industry. You can see that in the education. You can see that in almost every, every aspect of life right now, that somebody has something to benefit, somebody has something to gain from my oppression,
0: mm. you know,
1: and, and my unhealthy state, but they want to keep me in that unhealthy state. Everything is, uh, our family state is under attack right now. Mm-hmm. Our children are, mm-hmm. are under attack right now. Um, your beliefs are under attack right now. And when you look at it, you look, well, who, who's benefiting from these attacks? And who's offering the solutions? And so I I look at the organizations right now that are trying to tell you that um, you will own nothing, you will and you'll be and you'll be happy. Uh, these are the same organizations that are trying to say eat bugs for protein, mm. don't eat the, don't eat meat, don't eat regular things. Uh, d- you know your way of life is going to completely change. These are the same people who are uh, there's now these these things called fifteen minute cities that are popping up where. Uh, corporations Amazon Facebook um, Walmart they're all they're popping up with these you say times are tough well we've got a solution the solution is these little cities that you can live in you'll work for us or you're an employee of ours but you're in this little city where everything you need is within range 15 minutes of of, of where you live mm. and you might think oh hey that's actually pretty cool you know rent is I, I don't have to pay rent 15 minutes I I can walk to the store I can I go work for this corporation but they're going to house me well that's that's a pretty dangerous idea it might wow. sound lucrative but that's a that's a dangerous that's a slippery slope
0: and if we, you honestly if you even think about it we technically live in them already i feel like the next step is for it to be walking distance because Mm -hmm. you know just thinking about we're in florida for example you know think of hunters creek everything that's provided you have all your banks all your schools Mm -hmm. all your shopping malls all that boom hunters creek this in the downtown area boom right there so it's like we're already in these you know sort of 15 minute cities by car the next step is that which is honestly news to me oh my gosh yeah now
1: imagine that that same city that purports it to be something good for you, we're doing this for you, we're doing this, we've got your back. Prices are high right now. Recession, inflation, whatever it is that you're worried about. We've got a solution for you. The solution is this. Now imagine those same organizations that are telling you that you're going to own nothing, the same organizations that are buying up all the real estate, buying up all the land, they're telling you you're going to own nothing and it's going to be okay, you're going to eat the bugs, you're going to live in these little pod cities. You know, now imagine they're also... They're also pushing the idea of a carbon tax where it says to save the climate, because climate change right now is one of the biggest hot topics to say, Mm. we're all incredibly, we're we're bad global citizens. You know, we pollute too much. There's nothing left for our kids, children, you know, that kind of thing. (laughs) They're scaring you with these, these ideas about the climate. And so they say, well, this is a solution. The solution is a carbon tax where we keep track of what you do regularly on your regular day. How long do you have to drive to work? What? How long does it take you to get to your school? How long does it take you to get to the store? How much are you buying? What kind of foods are you buying? In fact, they'll even, there's services now that will, will analyze your credit card bills and say what your, how, how irresponsible of a global citizen you are because your carbon footprint is way too high. There's an attempt right now oh to goodness. control how much carbon you output. Wow. So they say, if we can control, we say, no, you know what, Sophia, you go to the store too often. You know, you go to the gym too often. You got to cut that back. Because, and then now if that's tied to the car, they're also saying that they're trying to implant these things into your car that they can, the government can just shut it down. Like right. they, they, they say, okay, if you're in a high, su- high speed pursuit or whatever for the safety of the people, they need the ability to just shut it down. And they also say that all cars need to be electronic by a certain period of time, right?
0: Mm-hmm.
1: There's gonna be no combustion combustion engines by a certain date. They've got a plan for green energy for all this. So the government can shut your car down the government can tell you, and this is all. If all of this plays out, the government's going to yep. be able to control where you go. Mm-hmm. They're going to be able to shut your car down if you're going too far. They're going to be they're going to persuade you into getting into a 15 minute city. Uh, they're gonna they're gonna say that you're 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 emitting too much carbon. Um, and right now, there's there's also a concept of 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 uh, social credit scores. Where and this is something that's being practiced in in China, and I, th- I believe also Canada is trying to implement mm. the social credit system as well, mm-hmm. where they say uh, how, how how good of a citizen are you,
0: yeah. and if
1: you speak out against the government, well, your score goes down,
0: or your neighbors can rate you right
1: right yeah, yeah exactly they can they can tell you that they can rat on you
0: right. and then
1: they say, and they are, their score goes up, and my score goes down, yeah, and so that means that if my social credit score gets too low. Then my rights get taken away, right. and now this gets into this gets into another tangent where we talk about the uh, cryptocurrencies that the governments are trying to con- create right now. Right now, it is right now m- uh, fiat currencies like the dollar are starting to become unstable. Right, the solution is going to be centralized cryptocurrencies run by the actual federal banks. The Federal Reserves are going to have this digital currency that could be a solution to, oh, you know what? This really unstable dollar, this really unstable monetary system, we've got a solution. It's a digital system and you're gonna love it because it's in your phone. You can even get an implant if you want Mm -hmm. that has your information in it. It's gonna be so easy, it's gonna be the solution. We're gonna fix money, we're gonna fix inflation, we're gonna fix all the problems, we're gonna fix the banking system. Look at how many problems the banking systems, look at history, it's going like, you know, it's a roller coaster ride. And so the solution is a digital currency. Well, the problem with the digital currency with a blockchain technology is that every transaction has a ledger attached to it. What did you buy? How much did you buy of it? Um, who did you vote for? What uh, political stance did you take? Have you spoken out about a particular agenda? All of this is going to be attached to, these, to this information. They say, if we don't, it used to be back in the day, if a, if a government didn't like what you're saying, they shut you down. Well, in this case, if everything is digital, we should be absolutely terrified
0: totally.
1: of all of this digital connectivity and all the information in the database, uh, all of the information in my, my, my banking. PayPal just recently
0: mm-hmm.
1: said that they were going to charge you $2,500 if, the, if they felt that you were spreading misinformation. What? And then banks also are shutting down celebrities that are speaking out against a, uh, an agenda, right? Mm. They're already being financially canceled and they're already showing us yep. what they can do with a digital currency. Think if a bank is doing that right now without a digital currency that isn't associated with me, cash, I can still go and buy things with cash right now.
0: Yep. If they
1: take away the option for cash and make everything digital and associate with an ID that's associated with me, that puts me in a position where I can be canceled by my own government they can say i can't go buy any gas at the at the at the well by by then maybe gas isn't even a thing but i can't go to the grocery store and buy something because my carbon footprint's too high at that point but really it's because they didn't like what i was saying or i am speaking out about a, a, a particular agenda or something like that they would be able to cancel you
0: Ugh. <laughs> so much and the way that i see it too is like clearly there's something going on by the amount of entertainment and technology that is at our fingertips as adults and as children, right? It's like, keep them entertained, keep them uh, distracted. If there's so much entertainment, if there's so much distraction, there's so many channels to watch. Peacock and Amazon Prime and Netflix and Disney Plus and all all these different outlets, right? To, To keep us entertained. There's clearly something huge happening behind the closed doors that's it's why we're being distracted in the first place so you know for anybody who's listening you know you just got all this information there's so much to to dive into and to really like dissect how can we be a part of the solution
1: yeah okay so the first thing that i want to say is the the actual power of your vote assuming that the system is not corrupted and your voice actually matters right in the voting process uh, which, right now, there's, there's, I feel that there's a lot of room for improvement, definitely, with the, with the voting systems. Mm-hmm. But your voice does matter. And regardless of who you voted for, you have an option to approach your congresspeople, your senators, your local politicians, your representatives in the, the government. I think it's important for everyone to remember that this government, the, a, a constitutional republic, was a power that was put in the hands of the people and not in those that are in power. We, the people, the the government works for us, we're the boss. The president works for us. Your congressperson works for you. The senators work for you. Your local representation, they work for you. You voted them in to represent you, which means that your voice needs to be echoed by them. They need to be representing you accurately and they need to be held accountable to, to uphold their promises that they made in order to obtain those votes. Mm. And if they are not uh, holding up their end of the bargain, basically, and, and voice, I'm not going to go in, up and, and, and be uh, a politician. I voted them to go represent me in that capacity, right? Mm. But we have the power. We, the people, this government is ours. They work for us. We are the boss. So if you change your mindset to say the government wants to tell you that they're the boss and that you do what they say or else you go to jail mm-hmm. or whatever change your mindset the mindset is when I when I go and talk to my local representatives my local politicians they have to respond to me they can't ignore me it's actually it's part of the it's part of the way that government works they have to respond and so if enough voices start talking about the same thing about the same annoyances about the same frustrations about the same problems about the same reoccurring issues they have to listen and eventually they're going to get to the point where like you know what Enough of my constituents are annoyed with uh, this. If I don't address it, I'm not going to get voted in next time. They're not going to pick me to be their representative. They're going to mm. pick someone else that will. And they're going to pick anyone that even remotely hints at the fact that the people are going to be represented. Back in the day when uh, Theodore Roosevelt was saying he was so opposed to all the monopolies and everything, people loved it because everyone was working for these people. They like These were... These were the jobs. These were where the industries were. And when he started voting, he started saying, "I'm running my campaign, and I'm going to be dedicated to you as the people. I'm going to be your voice against these enemies, against these leviathans, against these monsters, against these giants." Mm-hmm. And the and uh, he was popular as a result. People loved him. People were showing up. People were coming from out of town to like support the man. Mm. You know, and so our voices go a long way. Now if we, if, the, if the system of voting is corrupted or it's not working correctly, your voice still matters. And so there's organizations that you can go, there's websites that you can go to that you type in your state, your zip code and everything and it'll show you a list, of, we can put it in the links, that it'll show you who your local representatives are. Like who everybody that, that currently represents you in that county, in that city, in that state, in that, in that, um, uh, in that, that area. Uh, and who represents you in Washington, and everything. So you know exactly, and there's also systems that you can say, I want to write an email to all of them. Let's say, let's pick 5 G. 5G. 5G, there's all this evidence to say that it's disrupting us, it's it's hurting yeah. uh, the wildlife and everything, it's killing off the bees, you know, whatever it is you want to you say. <laughs> you, can, you can write a, a, a mass email that will go out to all of them. So you don't have to Mail them individually, right. but you, there are systems in place that will let you do it to all of them. And you'll get a response. Mm. You'll get a response because they have to respond to you. So that's one way, is your voice. what? And whether that means you're out there talking like this, or you're out there voting, you're out there getting petitions signed, you're out there... Just even awareness. Awareness is another big point. I'd say number two is awareness. Because if you realize that there's corruption, if you're busy just watching your Netflix and watching your streaming shows and doing your tiktoks and you're you're just scrolling on your phone getting those quick quick hits it's like you're you're too distracted to even realize what's going on Talk and that's the point you know yeah. back back in the the roman empire it was the coliseum that was distracting everybody right and 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 the emperors even said that they're like if you just give them i can't remember the exact quote but it was yeah. they're saying if you give them a show and a and a and a coliseum a um, you, can, you can control the minds of the people, you know?
0: Mm-hmm.
1: And, but also if you look at the messages, look real deep into the messages of what they're really trying to teach you, the, the media. That's a completely different tangent. I don't want to go down it because it's, mm-hmm. a, it's a whole new thing. Mm-hmm. But I'd say it just if you want to detox your life, get rid of the entertainment. Get rid of those things. Stop watching that stuff. It's not doing you any good. You're not benefiting from it. You know, pick up a book uh, <laughs> you know, right. go out, go 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 outside. Take your shoes off. Hug a tree. Like you know, get closer to nature. Stop stop letting that stuff indoctrinate you. I mean, it's crazy, but anyway, awareness is really important. And you're not going to find that awareness in the media. You're not going to find. You're going to fact. You're going to find an agenda there to get you on board with whatever it is that they have planned. Mm. So awareness is really big because if you're realizing that slowly, very slowly, this is decades in the making of these liberties being slowly corroded, is slowly being taken away. This is the long game. It is a long game. It is not a short, quick thing. Mm -mm. It is a long game. It is Mm -hmm. get you used to the fact that we're going to change the Constitution a little bit. Get you used to the fact that, "Eh, we're just going to make this little bit of a tweak. We're just going to make this little bit of a change to this definition so it doesn't match what the legal definition is or whatever it is. It's a long game. And eventually, it's all leading to the exact same agenda that they had back in the day when they were trying to control everything. I mean it's it's all it's all about control. So if you are aware that everything that is attacking you right now is is uh, the agenda is control, then you'll fight back. Mm-hmm. You'll start to realize, you'll put up your defenses and say, "Wait, wait, wait, no, no, wait, I can't let you start me out on that slippery slope because if I agree to that now, you're going to change something in the future. This is going to it's going to snowball mm-hmm. and by that time it's going to be too late because you tricked me into into agreeing, or I was too distracted to even realize, mm. or something like that. So um, awareness is, is huge. Because uh, without awareness, you have no idea what you're going to talk to your, uh, your politicians about. Right. You, without awareness, you awareness have no idea. Awareness is
0: really number one. Number two is... Yeah, right. Yeah.
1: You know, awareness is number one. Because if you can't rally, if you don't have a reason to rally up your community, right. and you, you take that whole community as a voice, and you collectively go to your, your politicians and say, we're not happy, this yeah. something needs to change, or even your businesses, local businesses and stuff like. That. Peaceful protests can go a long way. Yeah, you know, peaceful protests, and it doesn't have to be extravagant. It can be something you know very, but it's outspoken. You're out in the open, and you're letting people be aware of, of what's going on. But um, I
0: did one. A protest. <laughs> a peaceful protest, yes. Oh, nice. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, and it felt really good, right? When we actually go out and do something. When we put action to how we feel and, and, and our beliefs and our words, then we feel like we're a part of the solution because we technically are. Yeah. We yeah. are actually getting out and doing something about it rather than sitting back and judging it from afar or complaining about it and not doing anything. Mm-hmm. So doing that actually felt really, really great and, and very inspiring for others, right? As well, we also inspired others to join in. And yeah. now those are friends that now I have, you know, for life because of that. And it, right. it, it just snowballed in a very positive way just mm-hmm. by doing that.
1: You create a community of like-minded individuals that are that are worried about the same things that you're worried about, that have seen the same things that you have seen, and that have maybe even been affected by or victimized by these systems. And so when you, eventually when you get strong enough, and other people who may be a little bit timid or scared to, to yep. voice their opinion, but they see that, they're like, oh, I can join a group. I can join a community that believes the same things that I believe. And that becomes an army. That yeah. becomes a power that cannot be ignored.
0: Yeah. Never doubt that a small group of citizens can change the world.
1: Yeah. Yeah. And, and never even doubt that even an individual can Absolutely. make a change, right? Yeah. If you believe, if I'm acting on faith, am I, I'm well-intentioned, and I believe that I'm doing the right thing, that I'm going out there, I'm risking. I could be risking my own health. I could be risking, and I'm not saying go out there and risk your health or anything. But I'm saying <laughs> if, if you're passionate enough about what it is that you believe in, you're willing to make a few, take a few risks. You're acting on faith. You're acting, you feel like you're being guided uh, to do the right thing and to make this change. Because I think that uh, you know, faith, having faith that everything also will work out Uh, Even if it's hard, even if it's difficult, we have so many different opportunities and so many different uh, inspirational uh, sources that we can draw upon to say, okay, everything will be okay. Mm -hmm. I I, I draw upon, even when we're looking at this this history lesson, when talking about the League of Nations, we didn't really talk too much about it, but that failed because the people hated the idea, Mm -hmm. you know? It's like that failed because everyone was like, ah, no, I like my liberties. No, I like my freedoms. No, I like to, I like my, my, I like to be, I'm a sovereign citizen and I kind of want to keep it that way. I like the constitutional republic. I like the idea that the government's not involved in my life this much. I like the idea that I, I am free, you know? I like yeah. the idea that I own my property. I mm. defend my property. I'm, I'm independent. No, I don't want to get mixed up with all this stuff, but you have to voice your opinion first. You have to, vo- you have to, be, you have to be heard.
0: I think you also have to be exposed allow yourself to be exposed to new ways of thinking and coming back to traditional ways of being and living right because if you aren't even why would anybody want that freedom that sovereignty why would they choose that over being dependent if they don't even know how to survive in those situations right it's like if you, if you have never been exposed to a permaculture farm, a regenerative farm, a, a more conscious community, a parents who want to be better at being parents, you know, it's like if you're not exposed to these things, why would you want to have the freedom to do those things if you don't even mm-hmm. know what that looks like? Yeah. Right? So it's like even exposing yourself to, to new things really inspires you wanting to keep your sovereignty because that's the problem is a lot of people don't even want that um, responsibility because they don't know, they'd rather sit back and, and eat their chips and watch their Netflix and let the government do all the bidding for them, right? Because they don't even know. So I think a big part of it is that, too, is like allow yourself to to be exposed to these things so you can actually learn that there is a better way and that you can Mm -hmm. be better so that way you know what you can stand for when it comes to that point, Mm -hmm. which is now, by the way. The time (laughs) is now.
1: (laughs) They say the best time to plant a tree is 10 years ago. The second best time is today.
0: Oh, I love that.
1: Yeah. And I think that point that you just brought up is... You have to ask, it. you truly have to ask yourself, and if you study this question, if you study this question, take it as a thought experiment. Why don't they teach you how to garden? Why don't they teach you about nature? Why don't they teach you about independence? Why don't they teach you, like who is controlling these things and keeping these things from you? And, and what else is being taught? You're not giving options. You're not being taught options. Mm-hmm. You're being given one solution, and the solution is go live in the high rise of building, let someone else take care of your, you know, whatever. Uh, work for the corporation down the street, buy the most expensive car, get the penthouse, you know, don't worry about a family, you can do that later, but by that time it's too late, you know. <laughs> and, uh, you know, like, they're telling you to focus on all these things that really bring you no... Uh, the, the things that, if you, were to, if, if you were to do a survey, in mm-hmm. fact, they've done this several times, and, and the outcome is always the same, where if you were to evaluate people who are on their deathbed, who realize that they're dying, and they talk about the things that they regret most in their life, You know, most of it goes down to these basics. Yeah. Do the things that make you happy. Have a huge family. Spend time with your family. Go out into nature. Don't be a slave to these electronics, to these medias, to these whatever it is. They, me, they, they, they give you no value. Yeah. They find that the people who are evaluating the stuff and the people who went down those tangents who they didn't have their families and they, they focused on their careers or they did all these things and they were trapped in these systems, they all regret that. Every single one of them. I think. well, I mean, not every single one of them, obviously, because some of them are like, "Oh, I'm proud of what I did." You know, they're too stubborn to realize, or they were never exposed to that. They didn't have the family growing up. They didn't have the nature. They were all they were living in the city, and they they didn't actually feel. There's this whole scientific explanation on why it feel good, why it feel good, why it feels good to actually hug somebody, mm. and the exchange that happens, and like the. It's so fascinating. Like, go go look it up. I'll I will i will get on another tangent if I go down that path, but but, or the science behind why it feels good to actually be out in nature and like be connected to it. It's all it's, but you're not taught that. And if you were taught that, you would actually you'd be healthier. Yeah. And and we're there's a lot of information, and you have to question why is all of this information being withheld from us. If if you're truly worried, they keep saying oh, we're worried about your health, so we're going to have a health program. We're worried about your welfare, we're going to have a welfare program. We're worried about education, we have an education program. It's like they have all these solutions, but are they helping? Are they working? Are we happier? Are we healthier? Are we mm. are you know we're not we're not we're mm. we're trapped we're we're suffocating. And if you excuse yourself from these programs, that's when you get to realize what you were talking about. That's when you get to realize that there's this whole world out there. Yeah that you're not being exposed to for a specific reason, for this captivity that we are, we are in captivity and we just don't realize it. We think we're free because we have all these choices. And yeah. you know. And they've actually done studies on that where you're, you're not happy if you have a ton of choices. Mm. If you go out to the store
0: mm-hmm. and you
1: walk down the store, they've done studies. They say stores that have less options for you, now of course they want to be healthy, they should be healthy. But if you go down in the store, they actually find that you're too overwhelmed with all these choices. Right. And they're bombarding you with that,
0: which even go, plays into us having too much information on like what's happening around the whole world. Being in, you know, being on TikTok and being on—I don't even know what other apps there are because I'm—I'm not on TikTok. But being so exposed, you're being overexposed to these realities, right? When in in reality, you need to just connect with your community connect with your with your local community right and like learn from there again ties into what we were talking about just earlier but it's like you're not really you're not happier because we're not meant to to be overexposed because we become overwhelmed
1: connect long enough to figure out what's going on disconnect and then go 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 get your community involved in healthy change mm. you know uh, and, and that's going to create leaders out of all of us Exactly. and these governments who are putting all these stops in place, all of these restrictions in place, they fear a body yes. of people that want this lifestyle, this simplicity. They want the simplicity and if they want the simplicity and they start out, they go out there and they start demanding it, they're not going to allow a lot of these systems to be in, put, in, put in place. They're not going to allow the, the centralized digital currencies. They're not going to allow these welfare programs. They're not going to allow these handouts from the governments that, that make it seem like, oh, you're going to pay my bills this month? Okay, cool. That means I don't have to go out and get a job. You know, They're going to say no to these things because they realize that they're a trap, that there's, it's the slippery slope that you're going to slip by They're not going to allow the changing of, of, of common sense. They're not going to allow... All of this stuff, they're going to realize it, that there's something bigger... And it's so much easier. Now, I say mm. there's this movement right now where people are buying up land and they're getting their homesteads. They're, yep. getting their, they're growing their own food and they're realizing. And that those people are in a position where they start to realize what's really going on. I say go, go off, research people who have, have started their own homestead and realize, first of all, how much, how, how much freedom they feel that they have now. Mm. And also they can see the, the, the government overreach on their own homesteads. You know, like right now there's government programs that are trying to get you to register your gardens. Like, oh, why are they, oh why, why do you need to know where my gardens are?
0: For real. You know,
1: um, you know, and the whole thing with the chickens right now and all that, that's, yeah. I mean, if you look into that, you see something's not right. Something's not, something's, something's not adding up. And the people on the homesteads, they're starting to realize, wait, why is the government telling me that I need to like kill my chickens because there's an avian flu, you know? or something like that. Like they they're it's bizarre and they're like this is not a world that I'm involved in, but then when they do their research, they're like okay, this do- there's something just doesn't feel right. Connect, learn, disconnect, gather, get your voice out there. Um and we'll have some more uh <laughs> you. We'll have some more uh, we'll have actual links down in the uh, in the description that will help you find these places where you can, you know, follow those steps.
0: Absolutely. Thank you so much for taking the time out of your day to be here, not just with me, but to share your voice with everyone listening. Thank you, everyone that is listening up to this point. Thank you, Mark, for everything that you've done, all the research that you've done on your own, that, you know, whether you know it or not, is helping us uh, in some way or another. I'm also looking forward to your podcast. Uh, Mark has a podcast on the way. So hopefully by the time this is published, that should be up and running. And we shall link that below in the description as well. Yeah. Thank you guys so much for for tuning in and, and we'll see you on the next one. Shoo! <laughs>